Father, thank you for this morning. We ask you to guide us by the Holy Spirit. And let your will be done. Lead us. Let your church be built. And be strong. We are grateful. Dear Lord Jesus. For all that you have done. In the name of Jesus. We pray. With thanksgiving. And everyone said amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Now this morning. I want to share with you. Um, on the subject of loyalty and disloyalty. Amen. Amen. Um, how many here are pastors? Pastors, I want you to lift your hands. Alright, God bless you. Now, Matthew chapter 16. Matthew, Matthew, and verse 18. It says, And I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. Amen. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And 
And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So the main work of a church and of a pastor, a man of God, is to build the church. Amen. God wants us to build the church in Madagascar. And if you don't build the church, other religions will take over Madagascar. Amen. Amen. And usually it is a failure of the church that leads to other beliefs. In Europe today, the failure of the church has led to other beliefs taking over. The belief that there is no God. And the belief in human beings. As being uh, God. Like a human being is God. And in Madagascar. Other things will come into the country and take over the whole population gradually because the church is not being built. Amen. Amen. We thank God for our fathers who have built churches in the whole world. The Catholics the Presbyterians, the Methodists, Methodist, um, Anglicans, Anglican, and all these great churches, they have done great works. And just about 500 years ago, every Christian was a Catholic. There was only one church. But now there are many churches. So we always thank God for what they have all done. Any country you go to, see the cathedrals, the cathedral that have been built by Catholics. Methodist, 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 Presbyterian, Assembly of God, all built churches. This current generation must also do something. Amen. Amen. This current generation must rise up and build the church. Amen. Amen. And we must see churches that have been built by the people of that generation. Amen. Amen. This generation of Christians is responsible for this generation of souls. If the work of God is going on well in Madagascar, you will see many, many more churches from north to south, east to west, being built by young pastors and young churches. Amen. Amen. Why? This is the only work of the church. Jesus said, I will build my church. I will do what? I will build my church. 
Everybody say I will build my church. I will build my church. I will build my church. So Jesus has one project. Building the church. And if you are here and you, you are a pastor, you must have one mind to build the church. Where, where, where is the book here? Let me see the Amen. Amen. And that is why I wrote this book. I the mega church. Mega church this one is what? No, no. Mega church. This one is mega church. It's about building the church. And this one is about church growth. And this one is about church planting. Amen. Amen. And I think that I have something to share with you about that. Because in my life and my ministry, I have built many churches. Even in Madagascar, I've built churches here. And we are still building. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, I believe there is something you can learn. By reading this book, I will build my church. Amen. Amen. And now Jesus says, He's going to give you keys of the kingdom if you want to build his church. It's only church builders who need keys on how to build. Amen. That is why as soon as he said, I will build my church, he said, I will give you keys. And one of the keys to building the kingdom is the key of loyalty and faithfulness. Amen. Amen. Why? Because he said, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. There are things that have to be bound or stopped. If you are going to build the church, I'm going to say it again. If you want to build the church, you have to bind certain things. Because the devil is not going to allow you to build. Many pastors are troubled. They are troubled by so many things that are preventing them from building the church. In their personal lives, pastors are troubled because the devil doesn't want them to feel free. A lot of pastors have internal problems to distract them from building the church. So their mind cannot be on the church. They have financial problems. So that they cannot think about being a pastor. Today many pastors are businessmen. And many pastors work in the secular world. As well as working in the church. And they cannot concentrate. Many pastors have marital problems. 
Most pastors have marital problems. Few pastors have good marriages. Oh yes. Marn. They, they will not tell you. But many pastors don't have good marriages. And it affects the ministry. Yes. And many pastors don't have good assistance. And it affects them. Without a good assistance, you cannot build the church. Here you always have problems. Because your assistant is always challenging you. Directly or indirectly. Making you look foolish. And making you not look not so wise. Do you have such things in Madagascar? You seem you don't really understand what I'm saying. Maybe I should go and preach in Mauritius. Maybe they will understand it better over there. Mm. So, today, God wants to give everybody here a key. Amen. Amen. It's a key to the kingdom. Amen. Amen. And then also the ability to stop or bind things. Stop the devil from destroying the church you are building. Amen. Amen. Now. Um, God in his word will use the word of God to bind and restrict the enemy. And through that word restrict the enemy. Now the Bible says that the entrance of his word brings light. So light will restrict the enemy. Amen. Amen. Everybody say light. Light. Now the word brings light. And this light will restrict the enemy. And the enemy will not be able to maneuver in your life and ministry. Amen. Amen. So, I want to share with you on loyalty. It is one of the keys to church building. Amen. Amen. Now, Yes. This set of books based on the Bible will be a source of light. Amen. Amen. Everybody say light. Light. And the light will restrict 
the enemy. How many want the devil to stop roaming freely? No, even if he is there, even if the devil is there, he shouldn't feel free. He shouldn't feel free. To just Amen. 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 Some years ago, I was um, in my school. And I went, I came into my hostel. Um, into my room. And um, when I did, I When I came into my room, there were rats. Do you have rats in Tuamasina? Miss Falavi Tomasin. Huh? Miss, you have them? Miss okay. and son. No, I thought I was talking to the wrong people. <laughs> but Psalm 119, verse 130. And says, the entrance of thy word giveth light. Amen. The Amen. entrance of thy word giveth light. Now one day, I entered my room and before I put on the light, I felt something was moving. And I, I was not sure what was moving. And then I I saw rats running. There were about four big ones. They were running. And they ran up and went through the ceiling. And I saw where they went. Now this was the only room I had. I have to sleep there. But at least, Never. once I put on the light, they, they ran away. So I was able to lie on my bed and sleep peacefully. With the light on. Because the light make the rats run away. So, the light will make the devil run away from your life. And from your church. And your ministry. Amen. Amen. That is why I am teaching about these things. You see, why, let us start with why is loyalty important? Amen. Amen. Why is loyalty important? Number one, it is important because it is the main qualification for a pastor. Amen. Amen. First Corinthians chapter four, verse two. It says, it is required that in stewards that a man should be loyal or faithful. Amen. Amen. Number two, loyalty is important so that the love of God can fill the church. Amen. Amen. 
Why is that important? Because faith works by love. Without love, your faith doesn't work. And the ministry doesn't work. Without love. Amen. Amen. That is number two. The third reason why loyalty is important. Okay, that's the second reason. The, the yeah, the, the third reason is to fight what we call the fifth column. The internal enemy. Yes, yeah. the internal enemy. Amen. Amen. Now, in First Corinthians, chapter sixteen, and verse nine, the Bible says, that a great door is opened." But there are many adversaries. A great door. Everybody say a great door. Now there is a great door in Madagascar. A great door into Amasina. For ministry. For ministry. In some countries. There is no great door. There's nothing. You can't work. Should I mention some countries where even a crusade is not allowed? There's no great door. In some countries, they don't allow missionaries. I can mention some countries in Africa we have not been able to send missionaries. In a country, for instance, like Zimbabwe, because of their laws, we have not been able to send missionaries that we want to send there. All these years, they have laws that prevent from coming there. So, today, as I speak, there is a door in Madagascar. A great door for churches to be built and the work of God to go on. But, there are many adversaries. Many enemies. So you need to fight the enemy if you want to build the church. Are you ready to fight the enemy? No, are you ready to... When I, when I ask a question, I want you to ask them also. So that Amen. Amen. So, reason number four. You must have loyalty to have a successful ministry. Amen. Amen. To have a, a large successful ministry. Team. You need loyalty. And faithfulness. Amen. Amen. If you don't have if you don't have faithfulness if you don't have faithfulness you cannot have a team because somebody will be holding a knife always to stab you in the back. Amen. Now, number five, you must have loyalty so that you can have a large church, a mega church. 
Amen. Amen. How many want to have a big church? Yes. And number six. To have a long lasting ministry. You can have a long lasting ministry. With um, loyalty. And finally. You can have a, a good ministry. With a good reward. Because Jesus will say, well done, good and faithful servants. Amen. Amen. So these are the reasons why you must have um, loyalty and uh, faithfulness. Amen. Amen. So now that I've given you the list, I want us to go through the list carefully. What is number one? What is number one? To have what? Faithfulness. Faithfulness is the qualification of a pastor. Amen. Amen. Faithfulness. Very important. Some pastors are good at singing. That's not what we need. Some pastors are good at even preaching. That's what, not what we need. Some pastors are good at taking offerings. That's not what we need. We need faithfulness. Faithfulness. Loyalty. Someone who it will be constant. Constant. Stable. Amen. Amen. Faithful. When I went to Korea, Yongicho, have you heard of Yongicho? It's the biggest church in the world. When I went there, and we asked the church members, how how long have you been in the church? This was uh, 47 years. 47 years. I've been in this church. We asked somebody, how long have you been in the church? 38 years. We asked somebody, how long have you been in the church? 42 years. How long have you been in the church? 39 years. I realized that all the members have been there for a long time. Stable, faithful, constant members. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Somebody who is new in the church has not been there for a long time. 18 years. 18 years. It's He's a new member. He's a new member. He's the That's why he has only been there for 18 years. So God showed me this is a key. To have a Big church, you need people to be stable for a long time. Amen. Amen. Now, I know some pastors, friends, friends of mine, they have churches. Now, I know some pastors who are my friends. Every time I see them, who, th those who have big churches, their assistants are the same people. Amen. Amen. 
for many years, their assistants have been the assistant for many years. They are not new people. So if your church is going to be a large church, you need faithful pastors assistants. Not people who are holding daggers in their hands to pierce you behind your back. Do you have such things in Tuamasina? Hey, you cannot build a big church with people with knives. Yes. Yeah. What is the second reason why you uh, 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 must uh, have loyalty? I gave you seven reasons. What is the second reason? In love. What did they say? Love. The, the love of God. Love of God. The love of God. Is that your second reason? So the love of God will be lived in the church. The church. Yeah. Yes. The love of God. Yeah. Now, faith works by love. Yes. Without love, you, you Bible says you are nothing. You are nothing. God is love. So love must be in the church. The Bible says, if I have not love, I am nothing. It profited me nothing. It is useless. Ministry does not work without love. Amen. So pastors who criticize other pastors and attack and do what they wouldn't do to themselves. They are not walking in love. And their ministry will never work. I have never seen a church or a ministry that works without love. Never. Without forgiveness. Love forgives. Love is patient. Love is kind. Without love, faith does not work. And the church does not work. So loyalty and stability is necessary because it is a sign that there is love. When marriages break up, it is a sign that there is no more love. That is why we say, I don't love you anymore, so I don't want to marry you anymore. And when pastors don't love their senior pastor anymore. They say, I don't want to stay with you anymore. I don't like you anymore. Bye-bye. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Do you understand what I'm preaching? Well, I hope you understand. I understand language. Number three. What is the third reason why we must have loyalty? Fighting the enemy internal in me. Fighting the internal in me. Fighting the internal enemy. Now. The real enemy is not outside. It's inside. You can ask any pastor 
who has been a pastor for some years. What has been the greatest trouble for you as a pastor? It is those inside. Those who sit on the front row. Those who sit on the front row. Those who sit on the second row. Those who are important. In the church. They are the biggest problem. More than the devil. They are more troubled than the devil himself. So every pastor must know how to control all those things. Otherwise your church will never grow. No. You keep on building. When you put 100 blocks in the night somebody will come and take 60. The next day you build 150 blocks. Someone will come and take 70 blocks. That is why a pastor can be a pastor of a church for years and his church will be small. Because he keeps on adding and people keep on taking away. And because his members are mobile, they are not stable. The members are mobile. They move. They don't stay in the same place. The assistant pastors don't stay. They are always looking for a chance to move and do their own thing and to announce to the world I am a man of God. Hey, hey. So God wants to introduce stability. Faithfulness. Loyalty. In the church. And Madagascar will have many big churches. Stable churches. Amen. Amen. Do you want to have many churches? It is important that you learn this because as the church is not growing other things are taking over because all human beings need a religion they need God and they will find it if they can't find it with you if they can't find it in Jesus, find somebody else. What is the next reason why we, we, loyalty is important? Success in ministry. Successful ministry. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that you, you are not made perfect without me. You need me. And I need you. Amen. Amen. So you need people. You need people. You see, I have come to Madagascar to have a campaign. But I, I did not come alone. I did not work alone. Yes. I don't work alone. No one works alone. Even if you work alone, then it means you are just doing a percentage of your work. Yes. Yeah. I have to have a team of people to do anything. 
Anything at all. To build a church, you need a team. To do a crusade, you need a team. From here, I am going to Rwanda. For a crusade. As soon as I finish here, but there are some people there who are preparing the campaign. Because I am not alone. And from there, I'm going to another country. And there are also some people there. At the same time, so to have a large team and a successful ministry, you need to have you need to have loyalty people that have been with you and will stay with you the people that have helped me in the church since I started in 1992 in the ministry is it 92 I started or 1988 uh, 1987 are the same people that are with me since I started my church who are helping me with the church there's the same people they are my assistants up till today since I started the crusade the same people who helping me when I had my first crusade almost 20 years ago it's the same people that are helping me to do the crusade yes yes so you have to have a team of stable people that stay with you. So many pastors do not have somebody who will stay with them. That is why nothing can grow. Yes. Yeah. And so God wants to give us stability and for us to know how we need to be together without having your own ministry per se but part of another ministry have you heard of Mount Everest Everest, Everest. Have you heard of Mount Everest? Everest, highest mountain in the world. Now it is not allowed to try to climb this mountain without oxygen. Because there's no oxygen up there. And Many people who climb mountains, it is their dream to go there and to climb it. But it is very dangerous. Now, I want to just tell you one thing. Do you know how many people, how many people is needed to help one person to climb up to the top. You need 150 people to help one person to climb to the top of Mount Everest. They will be carrying oxygen, food, tents, many things just to help one man to, to climb. They, they keep reducing until the end then the mountain climber goes alone to the top. But you need so many people 
to make it possible for one person to get to the top. So in your ministry, you need so many people to help only you to get to the high level that God has called you for. But if all these 150 people are not with you, you will not be able to go there because they have to carry the food and the tent and the oxygen and the supplies and many things to, to help you. They are called shepherds. Yes. Those who help the one man to climb to the top. So, I see you climbing to the top. Amen. Amen. I said, I see you climbing to the top. In the ministry. But you need a number of people to help you to go all the way up there. And that is why you have to teach people to be faithful to stay faithful for many years you have to take pride in being able to say how long people have been with you yes that is an achievement. That is an achievement. That is why people celebrate their marriages. And they say this is 10 years anniversary. I've been married for 15 years. Married for 20 years. They say wow. 20 years. 15 years. 30 years. In this same marriage. Hey. Hey. <laughs> 40 years. 50 years. Because it is an achievement. For any two human beings to stay together for a long time. It is an achievement. Because there is a lot of pressure to separate. Yes, there is yes. a lot of pressure to separate. Both in marriage and in ministry and in the church. There is pressure to separate. I think I'm talking to the wrong people. I don't know whether I'm talking to the right people. You don't understand my message. All right. What is the next reason for loyalty? Huh? Key for success ministry. Successful ministry. And what, what is the next one after that? The key. Zelis. The key for successful ministry. Yes. Yeah. And the next one is to have a mega church. Amen. Amen. 